Hey everyone, welcome back to the Glass Seats Podcast, where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. This is Vidi. And my name is Bernal, and I'm excited. I'm very excited. Episode two? Yeah. Here we go. How you been, man? How's hockey been to you this week? Uh, man, it's it's frustrating. As a Sharks fan, watching them fall out of that Bedard race is uh, makes me want to tear my hair out, not going to lie. Yeah, they go on a nine-game losing streak and then shut out the Jets out of nowhere. Like, Where was this in the beginning of the season? Yeah. Did you know the Sharks have, uh, what was? we were just talking about this before we started filming, um, 15 overtime losses, you said? Mm-hmm. Which means if all of those had been actual losses, we uh, probably would have been much better off in terms of the lottery. Yeah. If they had been actual wins, we probably would have been much more closer to fighting for a wild card spot, maybe. Don't you love like the right down the middle of the road where we yeah. we, we don't get either? We're the Minnesota Wild of the last decade. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Minnesota Wild are good though. So Oh yeah, yeah. They're uh they were leading the central last I checked, right? Uh I believe so. Before play started today. We're recording this mm-hmm. on Thursday, March thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I'm looking at the Eastern Conference. Yeah, Minnesota's still leading the Central as of now. So. 97 points, which is weird. I, I thought Dallas was tearing up the league, but, you know, I, I guess they are on a three-game win streak, and, yeah, that, that top spot is up for grabs, I guess, right now. Honestly, for the playoffs, the Central is the division I'm most excited to watch right now mm-hmm. because uh, those three teams that are in the actual playoff spots, the, the Wild, the Stars, and the Avalanche, no matter what order they end up in, and right now there's a, they're separated by three points total. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever order they end up in, that's gonna be a fantastic series. Yeah, I think the I personally think it's gonna be uh, Dallas, Colorado, in either I I don't know round one or round two. But for some reason, I feel like that is going to be the start of a new rivalry. Oh, so, Dallas and Colorado. Yeah, kind of. I don't know if you remember back in like uh, what was it. It was it was a while ago, but the Avalanche and the Red Wings, when they used to be in the Western Conference, hated each other. Oh yeah, and, are you talking about like the Patrick Waugh days? Or, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm kind of I feel like that might possibly brew up uh, this time around with Dallas being you know the powerhouse that they are now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hockey is a lot different than it was back then. Yeah, and um, I think rivalries changed so quickly. Right, mm-hmm. like you look at the. Pacific, the big rivalry in like the 2010s was the, sh- the three California teams. Yeah. I was about to say Sharks and Kings, but really all three of those teams yeah. hated each other. Yeah. And these days it's moved up to Canada, right? It's the mm-hmm. three uh, Canadian teams mm-hmm. uh, in the Pacific, the, mm-hmm. uh, the Canucks, Oilers, Flames. I think yeah. those three games are all very... I mean, but that's that's what's so great about hockey. Like, sure, it's mm-hmm. as a biased Sharks fan, sure, like I, I do wish like, you know, they were still competing and stuff, but it's so... It's great to see teams that are absolutely irrelevant get the spotlight, and it's te- great to see teams who have been, quote-unquote, on the top so for so long, you know, kind of be a little bit fighting for the bottom spots, I, I guess, especially in, like, the, you know, the Bedard race or whatever you want to call it. It's the circle of life, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, uh, you know, just the last few spots, we have the playoffs coming up uh, yeah. pretty soon, and... In both leagues, or sorry, in both conferences, the um, the wild card spots are really, really up for grabs. So, what do you? What's your take on it? What do you? How do you think this is all going to play out? Yeah, yeah, those uh, wild card spots are pretty, pretty tight. Mm-hmm. I think uh, within a few points in the East, we got. Um, I think right now, Penguins and Islanders are in it. Uh, Panthers are on the outside looking in. In the West, you got uh, Seattle and Winnipeg, um, and then Calgary and Nashville on the outside looking in. It's interesting to see these teams kind of in the wild card spot. 
I don't think any, whoever gets in, I don't think any of them are getting past the first round. With, really? With one exception. And that is the Penguins. What? I am not betting against Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Okay, fair. And if I look at these teams, they're the ones that have the experience and that I believe in the core players to drag a team. Got it. Okay. You know, they have questions on the goaltending, but mm. you get a hot goaltender. Mm. I mean, we've seen goaltenders win a cup and then suddenly fall off out of nowhere. And then it turns out they were just hot. Matt Murray. Jordan Bennington, mm-hmm. um, who are much, much better in their cup-winning seasons than they are now. Mm-hmm. That blanket said, out of the, those seven teams that I named, I think the Penguins are the ones I would like to see be in there. Mm-hmm. And I think they they can get in. Um, honestly, I think the East kind of stays how it is. Islanders, Penguins in, Panthers on the outside. Just, I don't think the Panthers have it this year. Yeah, I... It's it's funny that you mentioned that. I was so convinced that it was going to be Florida in, but now that you've brought up that argument, don't bet against Crosby, don't get bet against uh, Malkin. Uh, I've, like, part of me wants to say that just because I am also want to see, like, something new happen, something dramatic happen in the past, in, in, in the next uh, couple games, mm-hmm. I want to see Florida just, like, you know, take that spot. But, yeah, I, I, I would have to agree with you. If Florida enters the wild card race or, or takes the last wild card spot, I don't see them getting past the first round. Just, just me personally, and for same reason, I, I just don't think they're all the way there yet. Yeah, and if you look at how the Panthers play, it really kind of relies on the goaltending. They they go mm-hmm. off the rush a lot, so that means they get a lot of chances, but they also give up a lot of chances. And this is the magic of Sergei Bobrovsky's on year, off year, on year, off year. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're in an off year. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic last year. So this year, who knows? I could bet you I would be willing to put money on next year. No roster change for the Florida Panthers. Vastly different team just because Bobrovsky's going. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah. You I mean, what? so the thing is with Florida, there was also the huge trade with Calgary. They, there was a whole bunch of players swapped. Um, mm-hmm. So both Calgary and, and Florida had, you know, drastic changes uh, in their lineups. And they're both very close to wildcard spots. I'm pretty sure they're both, you know, third out from the wildcard spots in their respective conferences. Um, not not exactly relevant to the standings, but do you think that trade worked out for both teams or not? Nah? Um, so I think it was fine. Like uh, the big swap was Jonathan Huberdeau for Matthew Kachuk, mm-hmm. um, who Kachuk went from Calgary to Florida, Huberdeau the other way. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, they're kind of a wash. You know, they score their points in different ways. Kachuk has a bit more bite to him. Huberdeau is more finesse, mm-hmm. but um. I think they're very similar in terms of their scoring output at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, I think the bigger loss for Calgary was losing Johnny Gaudreau. Oh, yeah. Um, was yeah. That, that was this offseason, right? Yeah. Uh, he went to Columbus. Yeah, that yeah. feels like it was longer ago. Yeah. But, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. this offseason. Yeah. So I think Calgary lost more than Matt Kachuk, which is why they haven't um, been where they we kind of expected them to be, which Got is it. like in the Battle of Alberta, fighting Edmonton in the Pacific. Um, so they kind of weren't there. Um for Florida, I think goaltending mm-hmm. was the fall, right? Um, they've had, I think they've had a few injuries on their back end as well this year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just don't think I see them in it this year. Not to say that this is like rebuild time for them, yeah. but just not this year. Uh, before we wrap on this, so what are you, let's say um, playoffs started tomorrow. What's your, what's your final ranking wild card um, on both conferences? Yeah, so I, I'm thinking uh, Islanders, Penguins. Mm-hmm. Um terms of which one gets the wild card one spot do you do you want me to get that specific yes i do uh, man 
What's, I'm trying to see what the point is. Three points difference. Uh, Islanders are 6-3-1 in their last 10. Pens are 4-6-0. and all. I'm going to say... You know what? I'm just going to hope for what happens. I'm going to hope Pittsburgh gets that wildcard one spot. So then they get a matchup with Carolina, which is much more favorable than Boston, and gets them a deep run. I would love to see another deep run from Crosby. Yeah. Honestly, okay. we're, we're getting to the end of his career here. Mm-hmm. McDavid's kind of taking over as... Ooh, that, guy. Is that guy you see the new generation players right it's it's the uh it's the mcdavid's the matthews it's um McKinnons. Uh, mckinnon's it's the robertson's mm-hmm. so i would love to see crosby get another deep one run. last time yeah. yeah that would be sick actually uh in terms of the west i think seattle's gonna get it they've got a three-point lead on winnipeg for the walker one spot right now and they got two games in hand mm-hmm. um I think they've done enough. Mm-hmm. They haven't been great in the later half of the season, to be honest. Yeah. But they were so hot in the beginning. Yeah. I think they'll ride it in. Honestly, the other three of them, I feel like, you know, they're fighting over scraps. It's like, come on. I All of them... Scraps in what way? What do you mean by that? Like, it's... Uh, I'm trying to think of what the analogy is. Like, um, like if they get in, they're just going to, like, get destroyed? It's like they're racing each other for second place. Ah. You know? <laughs> okay. Like, but, I mean, okay. <laughs> In the NHL playoffs, anything's possible, though, right? Like, Yeah, but I'm like, come on, guys. Like, Winnipeg, it should be Winnipeg's spot. But okay. they have been absolutely terrible. Okay. Uh, uh, what was the head coach's name? Rick Bonus mm-hmm. Was railing into his players saying, hey, they have no motivation. Mm-hmm. I did uh, see that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Calgary was kind of a late addition to this race. Like, they were kind of out of it. I had counted them out, I, to be honest. I did, too. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I did, too. And they kind of heated up. Yeah. So, it'd be a story if Calgary gets in. Because if they get into wild card two, and um, Edmonton... If and Edmonton wins the Pacific, which is a possible possibility, we could get a battle of Alberta in the first round, which would be mm, cool. I don't... But I, that, it's far-fetched. Yeah, yeah. I... Yeah, I personally don't think Edmonton will win the conference. Honestly, okay, so in terms of my predictions, I agree. Seattle will take the, the wildcard one. Mm-hmm. I think Calgary will take the second one, honestly. I I mean, they're coming out of nowhere, and we've seen teams that enter the postseason hot just continue all yeah. the way through. If you enter the postseason ice cold, it usually reflects pretty quickly in the in your playoff performance. So I, I think Calgary has – I think Calgary will be a dark horse, honestly. I – I'm just gonna I'm gonna contradict you and I'm gonna say Winnipeg keeps it oh. on the sole basis of Connor Hellebuck. Mm, that is true. That man that is, true. is dragging this team yeah. and especially that defensive core. Like Winnipeg can score. Yes. They can't defend. Yeah. And they don't need to because they have Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. So Connor Hellebuck is uh what was it, Thanos that said fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what Connor Hellebuck's doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh if he doesn't get a Vesna nominee, I think that's a snub. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up soon as well but um yeah i'm gonna say maybe this is boring because i'm predicting it stays as it is Mm -hmm. but i think winnipeg gets in um seattle i think has a lockdown yeah again i don't see them going farther than the first round if i'm honest Mm -hmm. with the exception of crosby and the penguins Mm -hmm. uh but i think they'll get in yeah okay Mm -hmm. fair i Oh, man, but before the, before we started recording, I I was convinced that Florida was going to take that wild card too. But now you've provided a great counter argument. Yeah, and and yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Islanders wild card one, Pittsburgh wild card two in the East. 
And I think Crosby wants it, man. Yeah. Um, and Malkin, too. Have you seen... Have you watched any Penguins games or highlights recently? I haven't in a while, no. They are celebrating goals, man. They're... It feels like... In like, a good way or a bad way? <laughs> like, they're hyped okay, when they good, score. And good. this is a guy who is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Of course. Three Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the best player in the league for a decade. Mm-hmm. He's still celebrating like he hasn't won a cup yet. Yeah. You know, I... He's hungry. I'm starting to I'm starting to feel the magic a little bit. Yeah, I uh, uh, man, like it's it's one thing to talk about like oh who's going to take these wild card spots or whatever, but yeah. it just makes me so anxious. I just want to see the playoffs happen so much because it, it's NHL is just the, the reason hockey is just so great is you think a team is down and out and and they go to the finals. I mean, I hate to bring up this example, but look at the 2014 Kings, three oh, zero, yeah. and then straight to the cup. I was like that. That's why hockey's so great, and and I mean. You don't see that in other sports. So, mm-hmm. sure, we can talk about the wild card all, all we want, but, mm-hmm. man, let's and, just get to the playoffs. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, right? If I had to p- pick a potential 2014 Kings, mm-hmm. it's the 2023 Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm-hmm. That would be, oh, man. If they do it against Boston, like, hats off. Yeah. But um, if they uh, if they get a matchup against Carolina, depending on uh, who gets wild card one versus wild card two, mm-hmm. I'd watch out. That would be great. Yeah. That would be a that would be an exciting one for sure. Yeah. Honestly, if you let me just walk through this scenario right here, right? Sure. So let's say the standings stay as they are. So that's Carolina in first in the Metro, which would mean the Devils and the Rangers play each other. Okay, that's going to be a bloodbath, mm-hmm. right? Those are two f- young teams, two fast teams, and they hate each other. They all, they've always hated each other. Yeah, yeah, that's a historic rivalry. Right yeah, there. so that's going to be a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. Let's say Pittsburgh manages to beat Carolina, right? Okay. Then you get a tired uh, Jersey or a tired. Uh, New York team. Mm-hmm. I think they could take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Then you're looking at an Eastern Conference final run, and you're fighting against what whoever comes out of the Atlantic, right? So that's Boston, Toronto, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to pick one, I'd pick Boston. Yes, but we all and then uh, so let's say Boston makes it Eastern Conference final. Mm-hmm. Then we all know the President's Trophy is a curse, right? Yes. So that's a Stanley Cup final appearance for Crosby and the Penguins mm-hmm. if they get. Uh, that wild card one spot. You should go to Vegas with all this. Sounds like you got it planned out. You I got it so- all locked in. <laughs> I can <All> see. <laughs> Anyways, um, so pivoting from that, we also wanted to talk about, you know, some off-ice stuff. Yeah. This is kind of, um, you know, this is not necessarily new news, but I it's very relevant and going to be relevant for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Fanatics. Well, Fanatics basically won the contract to uh, replace Adidas jerseys in the NHL. Yeah. For a really long time, in my opinion, a stupidly long time. Uh, a 10-year deal for a jersey, for for just jerseys in general, um, especially Fanatics, it, it, it's polarizing for sure. And it's drawn a lot of criticism. Um, I, right off the top, what are your initial thoughts on it? Don't you think uh, initial executives should also have to have a max term contract for these kind of things? Shouldn't be eight years. Everything else in the that's NHL true. Is eight years, that is you know? true. Yeah, uh, you that's to think about. You could give a player a max term deal, mm-hmm. and for the entirety length of that deal, the this contract won't change. Mm-hmm. That's mind boggling. Yeah. It, so it kicks in in twenty twenty four. Okay. Which would mean in twenty thirty four is when the NHL could potentially get a new manufacturer. Yeah. Which is is, is there what? any other way to like? I mean, is that, like, absolutely for sure? Is there any other sort of, like, 
fallout that could possibly happen from this? Oh, I'm sure. I I, I mean, I don't read the contract, but there's always a way out, right? You pay a fine yeah. or something or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, if it really goes bad. Yeah. But for that to mean it would have to really go bad. And as we've seen in the NHL, really going bad doesn't necessarily mean that fans aren't happy. Like, fans can be unhappy and they'll still keep doing it because it makes them money, right? What do you mean? Like, what's an example? Like, um, the, jer- the jersey ads. Oh. What fans wanted jersey ads? Yeah. I mean, people... Okay, so people were already pissed about the helmet ads, which is literally yeah, so a that sticker. Was, that was the thing. They they uh, they introduced the helmet ads in 2020 and said, hey, this is temporary. Um, it's only because it's COVID. We can't sell tickets. We need some money. Yeah. Once we can sell tickets, helmet ads are going away. Did yeah. you buy any of that? No, absolutely no. not. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> and they're they still saw, freaking there. Yeah, they saw the money coming in. They're like, how do we get more of it now? Ooh. Yeah, and now we're going to slap them on the jersey. Yeah. Um, not every team has jersey ads, right? Only those that could like, find a sponsor. Yeah. So that's the other thing. You've, you've saturated your market. You can't even find enough sponsors right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think... Do the Sharks have a jersey ad? I don't think no, they do. They don't, no. Yeah. They have the SAP helmet ads, but that's about it. Yeah, and that's because freaking SAP owns the team. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, for me, it's just... It really, I, I, something about it, especially in hockey, like you see like when, when fans, super frustrated fans are throwing jerseys on the ice, it's not just Mm -hmm. a piece of cloth on the ice. It's like a blatant sign of like, you know, holy shit, get your, get get it together. Like, this is not what we should be paying for kind of thing, you know, like why, like just get it together. Like, please fix it. Um, It's a sign of respect and to like, just be slapping all this stuff all over it. Sure, it, it's done in other leagues. It's done in, like, the NBA. Like, every team in the NBA has one, but, like... Yeah, and you look at European hockey, it's yeah, all over the jersey. It's all over the jersey. But the NHL, that was something that I, I think a lot of the fans took pride in. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were like, our jerseys are a are, are work of art, basically. Yeah. And, and, like, people are so into it, which is great, I think. But yeah. But now you do this, like, and... Ugh. And, like, um, especially some of those ads are, like, the wrong color. Like, they're not none of the colors that are on the jersey. Yeah. And so it's very... Like, From a basic graphic design standpoint, yeah. it is so infuriating. It's it's unbelievable. And um, the whole point is they want you to look at the ad, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, besides the ads, so going back to the whole Fanatics thing, like... Yeah. So the reason, especially, you know, the reason we're ripping on Fanatics a little bit is because they've had a history. So for those that didn't know... Fanatics was selling, you know, jerseys during the Adidas era, but they were specifically, they quote unquote, specifically meant for fans. And they were basically selling overpriced long sleeve t-shirts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, the on-ice jerseys were made by Adidas. Yes. Um, the NHL sold two fans Adidas jerseys that were marked as authentic, but were actually lower quality than what you got on the ice. Mm-hmm. Um and then they sold Fanatics, which were marked as Replica, mm-hmm. which, yeah, like you said, were basically T-shirts. Yes. And um, honestly, that's way too much. <laughs> yeah, it's way too much. Yeah. And, and you're you're an avid jersey collector, as you can probably tell. Um, I mean, if you're just listening, you probably won't be able to tell. But if you're watching the video, there's there's jerseys on the wall. I mean, they switch out every episode. You're an avid jersey collector. Oh, yeah. How I'm, do you? I'm not an avid jersey collector, but how do you feel about this? Do you feel like, wow, like I'm, am I going to have to find scraps now? Is it going to be harder? Um, honestly... It's not about the quality. Like, okay. I have... I The one thing I do have faith in is that the NHL will have quality jerseys on the ice. So I don't okay. expect player jerseys to suddenly... Rip. Rip or be, like, t-shirts. Mm-hmm. They'll have jerseys. Yeah. Um, it kind of sucks for the fans because um, fanatics, customer service, and 
quality um what's it called quality inspection yeah has been terrible yeah like um there was a fan that got a jared spurgeon jersey that was spelled spurgino <laughs> i did see that uh, got a good laugh out of yeah. it but i felt bad for the fan um um and then uh i think he signed it spurgino too <laughs> instead of spurgeon just was by. it was it like completely inauthentic was it like a overseas jersey or something or was it just like... no it was a fanatics and they didn't have quality assurance on the nameplate oh my god they've been if you go on like um I like to use the R Hockey Jersey subreddit. Uh-huh. There's a um, bunch of people saying, hey, I ordered this jersey and I got a completely different one. Oh, wow. um, there's people where like the n- nameplates have come like upside down. Like There was a Colton Sissons jersey, mm-hmm. and they put on the nameplate upside down, so it said Snossus. How do you mess that up, though? There's just, just no like, quality control, right? Wherever there's got to be someone like checking this up. Apparently not. <laughs> and, like, but, like, how, that's, okay, so what I'm trying to understand is... Yeah. Some of the jerseys, okay, sometimes you, basically what we're trying to say is when you order a jersey from Fanatics, at least what it was before, it was a gamble. Sometimes you would get something, what you you would get exactly what you pay for, or yeah. you get something crazy. So How is it so inconsistent? Yeah, they just don't have any quality assurance, right? That was the biggest problem with Fanatics, in my opinion, is that the quality um, coming out to the fans for the fan gear wasn't great. And, you know, things like I said, like Spurgino, um, there's glue. Sometimes you can see where they glue the nameplate on. Yeah. Sometimes they don't do it properly. It doesn't line up. Mm-hmm. It's slanted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've seen jerseys where the numbers are the wrong size for the size jersey, mm-hmm. um, where the back and the sleeve numbers are different. Mm. You know, just quality control is not there. And the most frustrating part of this is that, again and again, NHL makes these decisions to make money or cut money without any care mm-hmm. for what their fans think, mm-hmm. right? Like you, wouldn't the NHL shouldn't the NHL be upset that mm-hmm. some fan out there got a shitty jersey? Like yeah. that's your product, that is your marketing. Yeah. When I wear a jersey, when I hang them up here, this is basically free ads for the Rangers and the Avalanche. Right yeah. Now, right. Yeah. And I'm proud to do it because honestly, especially that one, that's one of my favorites. That's such a clean jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a McKinnon. It's the reverse retro. I got the Adidas one, so it's all nice and everything. Mm-hmm. But imagine, you know. The the A on that is on the wrong side or something. Yeah. Like that's and you've paid what two hundred and thirty dollars for yeah, that plus shipping. Yeah. Plus shipping. Yeah. And I'm sure I I believe in Canada it's a little bit more expensive just just general like costs and and you know yeah shipping pr- production quality whatever but um I so and and to say well even if it sucks well suck it up it's ten years like yeah. i would have been less mad if they said hey we're gonna do a two-year deal yeah or we said uh they said hey we're gonna do this in the ahl first yeah just I, yeah no, why didn't they start with the ahl yeah no testing nothing just uh you know what 10 years yeah have at it yeah what motivation is there for fanatics to keep up their quality they got the 10-year deal yeah yeah they, they've already cashed out in a weird way so they can do whatever kind of like isn't this exactly why you give players bridge deals to see yeah. what they're going to be. Yeah. Shouldn't this have been a bridge deal? Yeah. Maybe that's just a whole problem with the NHL culture, giving giving deals not just to players or to coaches, but to literally the jersey production manufacturer on what they could be instead of what they actually are. Yeah. And none of us know. No what, one knows. Yeah. What the economy is going to be like in 10 years. Yeah. What revenue is going to be like in 10 years. Yeah. You can guess. Sure. But you really don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I and mean, yeah, did but- we learn nothing from COVID? You don't know what's going to happen. That's true. That Why would true, you yeah. not have flexibility, especially because no other league has gone with Fanatics branded jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, like the MLB had Fanatics manufacture their jerseys, but it was branded Nike. 
Right. So it was in the Fanatics factory, which is why I'm not worried about quality of the on ice. Mm-hmm. It's more about the fan experience mm-hmm. that's going to be kind of an issue. And yeah, why'd you why'd you have to give them ten years? Yeah. Uh, so I so a question I had was so while Adidas hockey was you know making their jerseys, a lot of issues that I had seen um, was people complaining about. The designs more so not not necessarily the, the quality of adidas jerseys in my opinion are are very good mm-hmm. um you know especially if you pay for the authentic but there was definitely a lot of complaints from fans about like uh, like oh is this the best you could come up with i i feel like adidas for the most part either completely hit the mark or completely missed it um, yeah, how yeah. Do, do you think I mean, we know we've we've seen a preview at least of Fanatics jersey quality. Do you think the designs are gonna also be affected like that? Um, I don't know. I think I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that one. One thing they did say though is that for the first couple of years of their deal, while they're spinning up facilities and everything, they're going to reduce the number of designs per team. So that means it's just gonna be home and road. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have like reverse retros. Reverse retro as a program is actually dead. Fanatics has said uh, mm-hmm. they're gonna do something else for alternate jerseys. Mm-hmm. Which was a shame. I had a lot of fun. I, with the I, I love the reverse. Like some of the reverse retros were a little odd. Like the Islanders one, they just flipped the stripes. But like, yeah, yeah, that, that one was a little <laughs> was strange funny. to me. Um, I and then they bought the brought back the uh, fisherman for a little bit. But yeah, that was cool. But like, yeah, it's kind of kind of sad that you know the reverse retro is gone. But like, hopefully, something good replaces it. Yeah, like reverse retro, I think satisfied a lot of fans. It's yes. a cool concept. Yes, and everyone was like. A bunch of Jersey people were waiting to come back, like the fishermen, mm-hmm. um, the the sharks one that they did for their I think thirtieth anniversary, where mm-hmm. the OG sharks one with the gray stripes at the bottom. Yeah, that, was that cool. one was a one. Um, the screaming eagle in Washington. Oh, so sick. The uh, so the Geeks one yeah. that everybody wanted. So a lot of fans got those met, but then they were also like these, like you said, it was really good or really bad. Like yeah. there was that uh, that Detroit one that was just like all white with the Detroit logo. That on was it. Uh, something else. Yeah. The Sharks one this year, I don't really like. Yeah. It just the, says the Sharks, seals, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, the, it's yeah. the Seals jersey, but it just says Sharks and like uh, teal. Yeah. And it's a plain white jersey. Yeah. Like, um, so it was kind of hit or miss. Um, we'll see what Fanatics designs, design team is like. Mm-hmm. I hope for more creativity. Yeah. Um, honestly, I felt like it gotten a little safe. People always went with, like, the design trend, um, especially from when we started watching, right, yes. um, has gotten a lot more minimalistic. Yeah. Which, that's not, it's the, the thing is, that's not just the NHL either. That's, yeah. That's, that's across just, all that's four just society. Yeah. yeah. Society has gone through minimalistic trends, right? Yeah. Like, you can go on any, like, house TikTok. Everyone's got those clean surfaces yeah. and um, really minimal furniture. And, yeah. But it's kind of a shame because you don't see much creativity anymore. Yeah. So I'd like to see some weird shit just come back yeah i it's again when we first started watching we almost thought like um so we started watching when the sharks introduced their first logo which was 2007 i believe it was the not their sorry not the first logo the new logo yeah with the um the orange eye yes um and there's those jerseys were almost there's almost too much going on it with like the stripes and everything and Mm -hmm. now it's everything feels plain not saying you know specifically the sharks jersey but like everything is getting more and more plain and again it does it does create a like lack of creativity but i think because of that um and you know given that technology and like all that has been able to evolve so much a lot of the fans have been making their own like mock-up jerseys i don't know if you keep up with those oh yeah like people who post like um yeah i hey i did this one what do you think yeah some of those are incredible yeah some of those are so good and i'm like why (laughs) adidas yo hit hit your man up well like this is amazing um and like 
something I would would love to see is, you know, um, I do feel like there's a disconnect mm-hmm. between the NHL and its fans and, yeah. you know, the product on ice, of course. But um, this would be such, it would be such a sick way for like, you know, fanatics to like get the fans involved, literally fanatics, like get the fans involved. Oh, like um, have like a fan design competition yes, or something? Yes, and like yeah. do it for a year. Like even if, even if you don't want to like, you know, make it a permanent jersey, do it for a year. There was one, I remember when the Kraken were first released, like, um, you know, their jerseys or whatever, there was yeah. like a guy on Reddit and he combined the, uh, he combined like the Seattle anchor logo with the actual Kraken and it went viral. Everyone was like, that should have been the logo. And oh yeah, yeah. And I vaguely remember this. Yeah, somebody yeah. got a tattoo of it and everything, and then yeah. they, they were like, "Oh, that should have been the logo." Yeah. Um, and so, basically, what I'm trying to say with this is, Fanatics is I'm hoping Fanatics is a little bit more receptive yeah. to the fans' designs because there's some really good ones out there that people would put, pay big money for. Yeah, honestly, Adidas felt like it became a little templated. Like you could yeah. see a, a team that has one design, mm-hmm. and then um, another team that have a very similar one, mm-hmm. which is slight modifications yeah like um dallas and chicago mm-hmm. are they're the same jersey different yeah. colors right yeah more or less yeah um, yeah and like the one people keep mentioning is tampa and toronto which is <laughs> they're the same very, exact shade yeah. of navy yeah you could it's literally swap out the crest yeah and be like, oh, it's okay. unbelievable i remember when they were playing i think it was maybe like a play-in round or something during the covid season yeah I don't know who, like, which team, it was hard to, like, keep a track of, like, which team was white, which team was blue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, that was a, that was a problem in of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm hoping, again, they're, they're not going to stray too far from, you know, what's already been set out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really hoping that, you know, there is kind of an overhaul because I think it's needed. Yeah. In terms of just designs and everything and just the way these, these designs are approached. I mean, you got 10 years on the line. You better do something cool with it. Like Yeah, like... I don't, I don't have high hopes on the quality thing, but I'm hoping the NHL is kind of tougher on them and say, hey, we need if you're going to be the main manufacturer, we need better quality. But right. I'm not holding out hope on that. But you're right. Maybe we'll see some cool designs at least. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but, you know. Yeah. Well, we're uh, running up on time here. Mm-hmm. So uh, kind of what are you looking forward for next week? We got about 10 games left here in mm-hmm. um, the regular season. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Uh, definitely the last wild card spots filling up. We definitely want to see, you know, how that, how that pans out. Um, again, not even going to lie. This is the most excited I've ever been for a, a tank, uh, you know, a tank lottery, if you want to call it that draft lottery, mm-hmm. just one, not because it's just because it's Connor Bedard and he's like quote unquote generational player, but it, it's, it's actually close. You know what I mean? Usually oh, yeah. there's a team that's just like, okay, they're for sure either going to win or they're going to get completely screwed by the draft. Um, by the by the you know the draft lottery or whatever yeah. and it's honestly so up for grabs there's between anaheim san jose columbus and chicago any of those four teams are pretty likely to get it in terms of at least points like yeah or in the in the bottom three honestly picks two and three are not bad either so that yeah. lottery is gonna be very that, very interesting yeah. it's a very stacked draft and i'm kind of excited to see that almost as much as the playoffs um this year yeah. um but yeah how about what are you looking forward to i have all eyes on Connor mcdavid Mm. His chase for seventy goals mm-hmm. and one hundred and fifty points. I think he'll do it. Yeah, so one hundred fifty points. He has uh, how many games has he played? How many games has Edmonton played? Uh, they are currently at seventy five. So okay, so they have uh, another seven games to go. Yeah, and that's including. I think they're playing tonight while we're recording. Actually, yes. So I'm um, including that game. Seven more to go. He needs seven points to get to one hundred and fifty, mm-hmm. and he needs ten goals to get to seventy goals. 
I think he can do it. Because he just goes on these ridiculous tears sometimes, and it's just like, oh, let me let me score four goals because I can. Yeah, and <laughs> or, yeah, that would be absolutely historic. I remember last year the the whole hype was on Austin Matthews getting sixty goals, mm-hmm. and here comes McDavid next year. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. if he hits seventy, I am hyped for this rivalry for the future to come, and I am watching the Oilers and McDavid on the, you, down the stretch here. Can you imagine the pandemonium that would ha- occur if there was a Leafs Oilers finals? <laughs> Oh, that would be so much fun. I, I, that might like be Super Bowl level like hype. Hey, Canada would get a cup again finally. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's <laughs> that's not the point I was trying to make. Yeah, but, uh, that's one aspect. But like just seeing those two teams go at it, I it almost feels like you know when when we were, I think we took it for granted. But when Washington and Pittsburgh were going at it for oh, so yeah. long, that was we really took that for granted. When we that started watching hockey, it was like their what sophomore seasons. Crosby and Ovechkins? Uh, I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so and I feel old, but we're seeing this. these two players who are battled the whole time we've been watching hockey are mm. kind of handing off the torches here to Connor McDavid and Austin mm-hmm. Matthews, and it's incredible to watch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm watching that battle. I am watching McDavid down the stretch here, but yeah. Should be a, should be a good one. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys for listening to Glass Seats. Uh, we're out here every week. Uh, we post every Saturday morning. Um, covering NHL and we're going into the playoffs here. So stick along with us and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Take care.